a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with their content strategy, but it's really not that complicated if you know what not to do. Listen in as I break down three common mistakes that business owners make with their content strategy that are actually hurting them in the long run. Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we're Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success strategists, supporting you with the systems, strategies, and mindset shifts that will help you achieve success on your own terms. Welcome to the conversation. If you're listening to this, you're probably an entrepreneur, small business owner, and you already know that having a good content strategy is really crucial to your overall business strategy but maybe it doesn't seem to be working. Maybe you're already spending a lot of time putting together blog posts or videos or podcasts, social media posts, white papers, et cetera, et cetera, but they're just not getting the results that you want for your business. Well, I'm about to share three mistakes that entrepreneurs make with their content that are really stopping them from achieving their business goals. And I know because we've made some of these mistakes ourselves. But before I dive into that, a reminder that the Vision Success Planner is still available over at visionsuccessplanner.com. It's really the perfect place to create a plan for your content so that your goal-driven content strategy and action plan make it into your schedule. It's a big part of the equation, actually making sure that it's scheduled. So with that said, let's chat about the three mistakes you might be making with your content strategy. So the first mistake that entrepreneurs make is actually not having a real content strategy at all. And because they don't know what to create, they end up creating content that isn't moving their business goals forward. Your content needs to be a reflection of your bigger business goals, whether that's driving engagement and building a bigger audience or generating more profit and revenue with your products and anything in between those. I mean, you already know that being an entrepreneur is all about having big ideas for products and offers and services. But as an entrepreneur, you also already know that that requires a lot of planning before you even begin working on a big new idea, like never mind launching it out into the world. The same is true for content. You really can't just throw some content into the out into the world hoping that, that it'll get seen. You really do need to make sure that your content appeals to your audience, stays consistent with your branding, and honestly reaches as many people as possible within your target market. There's a fun little saying amongst authors, novelists, creatives in general, and that's, are you a planner or are you a pantser? I think we've even asked this on our Instagram at some point. So I am a Virgo and I most definitely fall into the planner category. My absolute favorite sweatshirt I've ever bought has the saying, I have a spreadsheet for that on the front of it. So yes, I love structure. I love systems, love spreadsheets. And that's exactly what a planner loves. It's really about structure and having a system or framework to work within. And then you've got your classic pantsers or (laughs) the longer version of that is the fly by the seat of my pantsers. They're the on the go content creators that seem to I don't know, somehow create magic with their content out of thin air, right? They're the ones that, you know, they're like, oh, this would make a great post. And they take out their phone and they 
make a post and you're like, as a planner myself, I'm always envious of that. It just doesn't necessarily work for me, but it might work for you. And that's okay. Because here's what I want you to know. Neither is the right way to create content. I've got right in quotation marks here in my notes, because it really comes down to what your preference is with content creation. I mean, I've already said I prefer to plan and batch pretty far in advance with content, but I know that doesn't necessarily work for everyone. However, whether you're a planner or a pantser, you do still need to have an overall content strategy. And it's, that's really just a fancy way of saying that your content should support your business goals, which I know I've said already, but I think it's worth repeating because that is, it's a very, very important point. It really is so important that defining your business goals is one of the first things that we have you do when you work with us directly amongst some other things. But that is one of the first things we have you do so that we can help you achieve or work towards those business goals. So if you're not already working with a goal-driven content strategy right now, there are three foundational things that you could start thinking about today, the end of this episode, or even right now, push pause and then come back to it if you need to. The first is your overall business goals. It doesn't necessarily need to be financial, but that certainly is a category that you can consider. It's actually important to consider because as a a business, you do want to generate profit and revenue. But it could be, you know, anything as simple as I want to create a course or I want to launch XYZ product. It could be anything. could even be, you know, I want to have better engagement with my audience. I want to get to know my audience better. It could be anything, but really knowing what those business goals are and you're not you're certainly not limited by having one single business goal. It's important to have different business goals across a couple different categories. The second is your audience. I know that I say this all the time, but it's so important that you know your audience well. Really take the time to understand them and invest some time in market research so that you can create content that bridges your business goals with your audience and where they're at. The third is an understanding of where you are in the cycle of entrepreneurship. Now, I know I've never talked about this before. I'm going to go through it really quickly here. There are four phases of entrepreneurship that that we've defined. This is sort of an internal system that we use with our clients and with ourselves. So the uh, they are the starting phase, the selling phase, a sailing phase, and the scaling phase. So the starting phase is is really about starting with a new goal, starting with a new product, starting a brand new business. The selling phase is exactly what it sounds like. It's those are the launch phases or the the evergreen product selling. So anytime that you are trying to sell to your audience, you're in a selling phase. A sailing phase is really like picture a sailboat and you're kind of just like floating along that lake or river or ocean. It's very calm and you're just, you know, you're just kind of skating along or sailing along there. And then the scaling phase. So that's you've reached a goal and you've now built a new goal or a new level of a goal. And so really knowing what cycle you're in is really, really helpful in terms of creating content. And it is absolutely possible to be in at least two different cycles at the same time we're often in more than one cycle in our own business uh, because we've got a couple of different revenue 
lines inside of our business, instead of our inside of our value ladder. So that's those are those are the three things. So go grab your pen paper and like start thinking about those three things. The second mistake that entrepreneurs make with their content strategy is not being consistent with their content. And consistent does not mean daily. It doesn't even mean weekly, really. It means creating and publishing content on a schedule that works for you, for your business, and for the time that you can commit to content creation. Really knowing what you can commit to means that you create content on a schedule that builds trust with your audience. Now, for example... I've had some personal stuff going on in my own life. So we've really had to scale back on social media for the last month, but we've continued to to publish podcast episodes weekly. And then I've got my Wednesday episode, the, the 10 with Jen segments on, on the Wednesdays as well. And th- because those are really core foundational long form pieces of content for our business that are planned out in advance. Remember, I'm a planner from point one. But knowing that those are core foundational pieces of content for our business meant that those became the priority because we have audience members that listen to us each episode that we publish. So we know that we're delivering value and that people want to hear what we have to say. So we make sure that that's a priority for our business. And people know that they can they can trust that an episode is going to come out Monday morning and Wednesday mornings at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And just a reminder, it's really okay not to overextend yourself with content creation. You don't need to be on all the platforms all the time, five times a day, all of that. None of that is necessary. And it is okay to focus, particularly with social media, focus on one single platform. You don't need to be on all of the social media platforms. It really is okay. You can pick one and then master that. And then if you want to add an additional social media platform, you can. Now, the third mistake that entrepreneurs can make with their content strategy, and this is one that, as I'll I'll share, it was a bit of a hard lesson for me to learn. The mistake is leaning almost exclusively on their offers and not really building any storytelling into their content. As I said, this was a hard one for me. As I mentioned earlier, I am a Virgo. I've got a science background. I am a recovering perfectionist. Honestly, I could crank out massive science-based articles, probably with my eyes closed, not even needing to think about it necessarily. But storytelling, I kept telling myself that I was a scientific writer and thinker and not really a creative one. I'd sort of crammed myself into this box that really wasn't helpful in a business where creativity is a basic ingredient, right? You know, if you're an entrepreneur and you don't have a team, then you are also a content creator. And content creation requires that you allow yourself to be creative. Once I sort of released that belief, it became so much easier. So if you are leading on the technical side of your business or your offers in your content, it's good to have some pieces of content that that do that. But if you're leaning on that exclusively, you're probably not telling a story. And if you're not really telling a story, you're missing out on a really powerful way to connect with your audience and help them to understand why they should care about you and what you do and really how it can benefit them, right? We say all the time how what's in it for me. Your audience is thinking that. So make sure that they understand what's in it for them. Storytelling is such a huge driver of human connection. I mean, we just look at the the fact that books are still so popular. People love stories, television, movies. People are drawn 
to other people's stories. And because I know you're not a robot because you're listening to this, you you do need to rely on human connection to generate results in your business. It's easy to kind of get caught up in this thought of stories and storytelling needing to be these epic sagas, but they do not need to be. Some of the best storytelling that I've seen in content is very, very short within a sentence, but it makes me feel like the person writing or talking sees me and understands me. And that is the power of storytelling. It triggers an emotional response, which is such a core piece. If you look at any kind of psychology of selling, creating emotional connection is is a huge driver for for selling and for uh, like driving engagement and and really helping to drive your specific business goals forward. There you have it. Those are the the three mistakes that maybe you're making, maybe you're not. I'm going to just go through them really quickly. So if you want to go back and take notes or start taking notes now, here they are. The is not having a content strategy at all. The second is not being consistent with content. And the third mistake is leaning exclusively on offers and products those features and not building storytelling into their content. So there you have it. Those are the three. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you head over, give us a like, leave us a five-star review. And thank you very much for joining me today. I will be back on Monday with Lisa. And in the meantime, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you screenshot it, share it up in your stories over on Instagram and tag us at success in the shy girl. We would love to see what you're listening to and how it's helped you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. As always, wishing you abundance and success.